Hello and welcome to another episode of Friday with the Chakontas, episode 11. Mm. We're reviewing um, blue, blue therapy. therapy in love or untoxic. Yeah. Episode 5 now, right? Awesome. I think yeah. so. So yeah, so yeah, this is a episode that we've been reviewing on our channel on Fridays with the Chakontas. Series. Uh, series. Yeah, because you said this is an episode we've been reviewing. Okay, series that we've been reviewing on our channel. Fridays with the Jacontas and uh yeah, we're now in episode five. I think we've caught up now. Yeah, we are on track. Yeah, but uh yeah, I don't know how are they gonna be are we gonna give them everything or what before the next episode? What do you mean? We're gonna publish everything. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, we'll see, we'll see. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. So yeah, and uh like we always give a disclaimer. We're not <laughs> we're Go not for in, it. we're not indu- uh endorsing the mm-hmm the show itself but especially for believers we're just saying uh, when you watch certain things you also have to have a discerning eye yep and uh with discernment comes a level of how you scrutinize certain things that are being put out there in public mm-hmm. and how you can speak truth into those situations particularly for the younger generation who are infested in this uh, society they need to have uh, a christian uh rebut of uh, yeah, of the things that they're seeing in society. Mm. So yeah, so <clears throat> anything you want to add? No, that's correct. That's correct. We can head straight into it. So yeah, we'll. What's the first couple we're gonna? Uh, oh, uh, should we go with? Let's go with Tundemari. We've we haven't started with them in a while. Okay. So and mm-hmm. they've probably got the most that we're gonna talk about. Yeah. So uh, we have Tundemari, and the summaries they've come. You know, they 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 they're, they're in the consulting well, well they're in the therapy room yeah and i think the they'd been given homework mm-hmm. to say three things that they think needs to be worked on to help improve their relationship yeah and so we only get to hear tunde's side isn't it i think we the marie said her side so I oh she it, did she said trust um i don't know what the other two were Ah, I missed that. Yeah, she said trust something. And yeah, she said, I don't know if it's in this episode or the episode before. Ah, I see. Maybe because yeah. I missed, I only remembered Tunde's three things. So Tunde mentioned three things and we'll go into detail. And then afterwards, I think we hear, we have a situation where uh, Marie's friend, best friend mm-hmm. has a conversation with Tunde. Yeah. So I think the three things that Tunde mentioned was communication, mm-hmm. but that's when he brought up Amy, who's Marie's friend, but to be fair, Marie didn't understand and neither did I yeah. how Amy got into the whole situation about communication. I don't know if you got that. Um, I think it feels like the communication is is breaking down because of Amy's interference. Ah, I see. And I think even the way she was and the way she talked to him, mm-hmm. it's more on the side of she doesn't respect the relationship. Mm. And to the point of saying, I think Marie can do better. And because but she, she can, can yeah, maybe yeah. she can, but in the sense of let's say let's say we have how she spoke to him. Yeah, yeah. let's say we had friends and we'd look talking about this in the context of uh of marriage. Yeah. And then you and me are having challenges. Mm-hmm. I feel like if a friend was talking to me that particular way and also talking to you in a way of saying just leave him, I feel I feel like maybe that's interfering mm. and not bringing in an aspect of 
positive energy to help the relationship go in a positive way. Yes, I, I think the way she started it was very accusatory. She was just, you know, when someone comes to you in a particular way, your your natural response would probably be to defend yourself. Yeah. So although I agree with a lot of things she, that she was saying and I did not like Tunde's response towards her, yeah. you know, she could have, you know, it's always nice in, in a situation like that. You know, if you've got a friend and they've come to you, they're complaining about either the the husband or the wife you ask them okay tell me hear their side of the story because you've most likely i've heard your friend's side of the story because he yeah. or she has been telling you yeah. so hear the other person out because you know in these fights in relationships it's not always one-sided the majority of this of the time it's both of you yeah. so hear the other person out and then from that you now have a better picture of what's going on and then you'll be able to impart some wisdom or some advice and i also think one of the things that i quite like that you know you know we do is we have the conversation together so like mm -hmm. you know and i think in a marriage it can be quite like it's okay it's okay to have the conversation separately but i also think it's quite nice if let's say marie was there but she also needs to remember not Mar yeah marie she needs to make, make sure that she's respectful and quiet so it doesn't become a fight because if marie was there that would have just become a fight but if she was there and this is someone who's actually wise it's like talking to both of them yeah. and also it means there's no hearsay she said this and you heard something wrong yeah. so they can clarify and you're also speaking into their relationship as a couple not as an individual i agree with you on that but i think there's also a time where also there needs to be a, po a, separate. a separate aspect yeah and i think even like certain things maybe even in our relationship, we've also seen like certain our, our friends have actually talked to us separately. Yeah. And I think maybe on the separate side is more <clears throat> emphasized. Excuse I don't think me. the way they talk to us separately for me, when they come to talk me, to me separately is not bashing you. I think it's more just targeting me personally mm -hmm. and saying, okay, I needed to talk to you separately from that conversation so I can have a man to man conversation with you on this situation. I get you. So, uh, and um, they think maybe this may be a better, a better platform for us to uh, discuss this. Yeah, I yeah. get you. I hear you. So yeah, so that was one way, and then one one point, and then the other point was um, appreciation. Yeah, and Tunde, um, saying that you know he does not feel that Marie appreciates the things that he does. He gave examples of how he's bought her something yeah. and she's like, oh, I wish I would rather you'd bought me something I liked than buy something I don't like. And, you know, and then Marie's response was, I would also want you to buy things for me on the same level as your level. So not, you know, if you're going to spend this amount of money on yourself, I expect you to equally spend a certain, the same amount, you hear me laughing, the same amount of money yeah. on me. Yeah. Um. You know, she, I think, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know what he, he got her something. I don't know what he, I think he got her Rick Owens shoes. Um, and she wasn't happy with that. And I think she wanted Chanel. Um, but he doesn't, he's like, she's like, I, I never told you I like Rick Owens. And obviously Rick Owens isn't cheap either. Yeah. Um, and then I think he got himself an AP. A, a watch. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know how much those things are, but they're definitely going to be more than. Yeah, I've got a slight problem with 
that aspect of what did she say? He said what? Appreciate? Yeah. 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 He, she said she... No, he said he doesn't feel she appreciates. Yeah, he feels yeah, yeah. like she's entitled and I agree. I agree with that. But I also think the problem we have when we're discussing this conversation is we're talking about relationships, but we'll always talk about it from a context of marriage. Mm. So that may be the the difficult thing that maybe people may be saying, why are you guys talking about that? Because we also believe that relationships should lead to marriage. Mm-hmm. So this conversation should be central in your courting stage before you get to the next stage of being married. In the context of marriage, especially when we do our vows, it comes to the aspect of richer or poor. Mm. When we say those vows, do we really mean them? Mm-hmm. And if we're coming with an aspect of entitlement and saying, you need to make an extra amount of money to sustain my lifestyle. Mm. And I feel like that's that's selfish. That means you are only thinking about the rich side and not the poor side. Yeah. And you're only there for that relationship based on certain things that you could um, uh, achieve from those relationships. And you're not really understanding that this is a whole new dynamic and you need to build it up together and find ways of how you can live based on the means that God has provided for you. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the problem I have with uh, Marie's attitude. Marie's attitude comes in a sense of where she feels she's very high maintenance, spends a lot of money, and she feels like that's the way she needs to live. And I think it goes back. I keep on bringing this up. It's like she's very entitled for her boyfriend to be doing that. Then why does she expect her husband to be doing I know. He's going to be breaking his back. I mean, I'm just here Googling how much AP watches are and... Uh, average here is telling me 22,000 and that's on the lower end you know I've just typed in Google and some of them are like close to a hundred thousand pounds and so she was expecting him let's just say he spent 30,000 pounds on it on himself yeah yeah. so she was expecting him to also equally spend the same amount amount but I, I kind of see where she's coming especially if you are married that's a good expectation Really? If you uh, are... babe, we let's have a we better change our really. No, no, no. I'm saying like if I buy something, you expect. So if you buy something for yourself, yeah. I I mean, you do you you live you live like that. That's true. Yeah. But let's say let's say before if you are in a in a season of where you are courting or dating, I'm just like you're not my responsibility yet. You've already told me you won't cook and clean. You're only gonna do it at girlfriend level. And you're not going to do it at her, that wife level until you, I, I put a ring there. Then I'm just like, and I also have other responsibilities. I've got my kids and everything like that. And you you can manage your own self. You can work. Mm. So why are you now basically saying I have to now sponsor your lifestyle? But again, I think maybe she'll come and say, you know, that was me. But I'm saying, look, we have to be realistic here. You can't be. And I think... The problem with Marie is her ex-boyfriend has really has, has really messed up her, her way of thinking about life. She thinks because I, 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 I had all those things, I deserve them in every relationship. No, it's true because I mean if he's making, you know, half a million in a in a in a week, it's yeah. easy for, for him to afford to, to to buy an AP watch for, you know, a hundred and fifty thousand. It's not you know, it's yeah. it's not that much when you look at the percentage wise. Um, you can sacrifice that as a gift. Yeah. Once a while. 
but it, we don't know how much um Tunde earns, but he earns enough to be able to buy himself an AP watch. Yeah. But also you don't know how long he it might take him to save to yeah. to afford an AP watch. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. I feel like she wants if it works and if it's in her if it works for her, great. But if it doesn't work for her, like cooking, cleaning, she'd be like, No, I ain't doing that. And I'm just like, you're expecting so much from this guy and you don't even want to help with the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah she's definitely a problem. Yeah. Um, and then the third one was a threesome. You know oh, what? I'm, I'm not even going to entertain that. To oh be my honest, days. I don't think that. You don't even want to talk about it. Nah, to be honest. Okay, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit. I'll just say that's a no-no. Yeah. Especially from a Christian perspective. I'm just like. Why? I, I just don't understand. You're bringing where, sin intentionally. Yes. And you're I feel like. You're your marriage bed intentionally. Yes. And maybe in their courtship process, they, this is something that they feel like is exciting. But I think they're saying things that are exciting that are basically detrimental. And you basically see how it came about. Yeah, exactly. Because he went and got in touch with a girl after she told him not, not to get in touch. Yeah. And, basic, and he was and, like, oh, I wanted to do it again. Yeah. And it's like the way they were saying that they need to have this set of rules of how to interact in that threesome. So Marie's got the right to introduce the new party. Yeah. And then through that... Um, Tunde can never make contact. Can never know who make is. contact and everything like that. And then he goes and makes contact. And I'm just like, <laughs> if this is what is being portrayed in society, then... I We're feel, doomed, mate. I, I feel sorry for the ladies coming after us or even us to be honest ladies all of us all of us all of us because this is but this is but you know what as much as we we are speaking like this but this is quite common this is not as well i don't know how common it is but it's not unheard of you know it's not you know they are but again I, i i see where you're saying there's no point in us talking about it because it's a point blank no as a christian it's a no in courtship it's a no in marriage. It's a no. So no, even I think even not for Christians. I think some women also need to understand. You need to know your self worth. There's no way you can be sharing a man. That's true. And I think this is just shows you your value, and basically showing that you are somebody who he values as something he can uh, share you with somebody else. That is not a relationship. But the, I think there's some other. But she introduced the girl though, so you know you can be saying women but it's also uh it's just we or even men like she's the one who who brought that you know these there's these things people might be talking oh we tried it and it worked for us so you know there's this fantasies these are things that i remember i remember when i was at school this was a conversation it was a question would you have a threesome would you you know would you what, what, what kind of threesome would you like would you like it to be with another girl or would you like another guy like yeah. this was conversations that we actually had Okay, your school. Yeah, your your shock player. Like your, what? Like yeah. Your school was wild then. Nah, babe, this is standard, yeah. and I I can only imagine this yeah. was in secondary school back then. Can you imagine the conversations that they have now? At what age? I know. This is this is happening. It was a conversation, like a threesome was like you know it's something that people would talk about. It's something that it was freely that like, people wouldn't be like, no people maybe yeah you came from a good school you know with good people but people wouldn't be disgusted. You wouldn't be like, uh, you'd just be like, oh, yeah, maybe I don't fancy that. Or you'd be like, "Mm, I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe it'll be a girl, but I don't know if I can, I want to see two guys together, but then I don't want my man to be, like, you actually be having a conversation about it. Yeah. But I think, you know what, maybe our intake, our intake 
I think our is it intake. Yeah, your year. Yeah, your yeah, intake. Yeah. yeah, our intake year was a good one. I think even in our intake, there were some branches. <laughs> I think it's just my friend groups. I think maybe my friend groups were good. But I think this was no more. Yeah, Where like I, this I, was no even, more conversation. It's not even about threesomes. It's just even guy girls sharing a guy. Yeah. Or guy, or recycling guys and everything yeah. like that and all those things. And I think this is this was common. It was common. And now you can imagine. I'm just like, this was then, babe. So you can yeah. imagine these are conversations that young people are having, you know, and it's it's being put out there. It's it's on television like this. Yes. You know, even us, we're watching this. Yeah. And it's it was like, yeah, it's okay. She she just said this is something that I want to try, and yeah. these are the conditions. So children are watching this, or adults, or even people in relationships are now saying, oh. Actually, I've always wanted to do that, but I've been scared to do it because I've been scared that, you know, my man might want to go with another woman. But actually, if I bring the woman, I'm going to steal Marie's idea. Like these are how this is how we are teaching our children. This is how we're teaching. This is how, you know, this is why it's important to scrutinize these things when we're watching, because it's not like it's been put on television like it's a shock. It's Uh, just been put on it like it's just one of those things that can happen in a relationship. Yeah, that's true. And I think this is another thing where parents need to be really interactive, especially with what your children are watching, yeah. what your children are doing, what mm-hmm. they're learning in school. Because mm-hmm. when you're doing all those things, uh, it, it also helps you understand how you speak into those things. Mm. And I think that the challenge we have is we, we live in a very busy world. And because the busyness of the world is very evident, it now takes our time away from the things that we need to do for the responsibilities that God has given us yeah. as parents. Yeah. And we need to invest our time. And it's hard, easier said than done, but we need to be intentional mm. because if you're not going to teach them, somebody is going to teach them. And somebody is wanting to take that. Is The world is trying to uh, take the attention of their time. Yeah. In various ways. And it's coming th- uh, fast and thick in various angles. Mm-hmm. And the more you, the way it's like if you lose a certain period of their growth, mm-hmm. you've lost them. Yeah, I feel, yeah. And you have I to th- be more intentional than we've ever. Yeah. Because, oh, this world. Yeah. And I think just seeing that and then, so maybe for her, I may, you may say it's the even girls, this is what they're thinking, but maybe maybe pressurize on the side of the girl and just saying this is maybe how i'm gonna keep him entertained mm. this is how i'm going to basically i'm gonna give him an option and, to and, have and a bit her, extra and for her she also may look at it because i'm picking i'm i'm in control yes and because i'm in control i can manage this mm-hmm. and then because now he stepped out of the rules now she feels I'm not in control. Mm-hmm. Now she feels threatened as a, her position mm-hmm. of wanting to be in control of that mm-hmm. situation. But yep. to be honest, this is something I I personally would not uh, condone. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. And yeah, some people will say maybe these are the things you used to see in the Old Testament things. Look, where especially for the Christians, where we're New Testament Christians and certain things God overlooked in the Old Testament the things that people were doing we know that i think people need to understand what the scriptures are, are trying to show us is not showing that there's a perfect way of doing things it's just showing how sinners were there mm. and how god was interacting with these sinners mm. and with time now he's now brought a new way of how we have to live and that's through the person and the work of the lord jesus christ 
us yeah. putting our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ means we need to now live in a different manner. Mm-hmm. And then now the exclusivity that Christ has with the church is the same way that God designed it from the beginning. Yeah. One man, one woman. Mm-hmm. And then that is the way marriage should be. That's the definition of marriage. Yeah. I know some other religions may do that, but we're not speaking about them. Mm-hmm. Let them do what they have what they have to do. We don't agree with them. Mm. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what I, w- I want to say. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about it. We still haven't been told. Oh well, we already still know that Tunde is expecting a second, a fourth child. Yeah. But um, we haven't been shown him yet in this episode. Express that or inform Marie of that. Yeah. But I think we might be talking about that. They might. He might tell her in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Anything we want to add on this couple? No, actually, I think that was it. What's Did that? you have anything? No, 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 no. No. What, next one? Yeah, what's the next uh, one? Let's do Ray and Sean. I really like Ray and Sean, you know. I don't know why. I'm starting to warm up to them. I feel like they've faced a lot of challenges. Yeah. And I feel like they, I can actually feel like they're working through them. I might be wrong. But I, I didn't, at first I was just like, guys, you know, I've seen Ray has become more calm. Yeah. You know, she's she doesn't give as much attitude in her behavior. You know, before I feel like there was a lot of facial expression attitude that she would give, body language. I think maybe it might be because, you know, like we said, it might be because she also had a secret of her own and she's humbling herself. But I do feel like they are actually, I can feel like they're in therapy mm-hmm. and they're actually talking through the nitty gritty stuff. And they're actually talking through their problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this episode, Ray conf, uh, conf, um, you know, informs confess, confess yeah. confesses to yeah. Sean that when she was in Paris, mm-hmm. I don't know at what point of their dating life, she invited an ex. Was it an ex? Oh, I'm confused. No, oh, there was a guy. There was, was a male. A yeah, yeah. There was a guy that she went out for dinner. She went out to dinner with mm-hmm. and he kissed her, but she said she pushed him her way. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean got angry. Yeah. He was upset. The problem I have is Ray doesn't take accountability because she does not see it as cheating. Mm. And she keeps on saying, I don't see it as cheating. I didn't I see it as see. cheating. You don't see it as cheating? No. Kissing somebody. No, but she didn't kiss him. He kissed her. It's still the same no, thing. No, how can you say I cheated on you when a man came to kiss me? Still the same thing. No. You, you entertain that. You entertain. You open the door for that to happen. But that doesn't mean I'm cheating. No, you open the door for yes. you to be in a vulnerable position. That is true. For you now, for him to now feel like. He has a chance. Yes. Like, let's say, for that example, is this is another thing where we need to talk about this to women. If somebody's saying, I'm going to, you need to be very careful. If somebody said, I'm going to take you out, I'm mm-hmm. going to pay for everything. There's some guys who are just genuine. There's some, but some people who want an exchange for that money that they've used. Mm-hmm. And that is the situation. You need to also understand when you are going on a date, it's not just because you are pretty and ABCD that you're not going to get a free meal. Mm-hmm. Oh, people 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 need to you you need to be careful with these things mm. men will say look they're looking at it as an investment mm. mm-hmm. and that's the challenge that we're having in this world men are just not going to take you out and just do certain things so she gave him an opportunity she probably opened up to the point of where she felt that oh 
I went on a date and I felt nice and A, B, C, D. And then when he comes aggressive towards you, you now start saying, oh, what what's happening? I'm what just like, it? you entertain this. Mm. And I think sometimes we we need to be careful. And I think you women need to be very careful because even this situation could have been even, could have even gone in a very dramatic sense of where the guy forced herself on him mm. and it becomes something where it's even a bad issue. Mm. But this was just maybe a case, which is also, I would consider it a sexual harassment then, if he did that. Mm. But, but she, uh, I get she, where you're coming from. But if you're standing there and the vibing and, and he tries to kiss you, because she, she knew, I feel like she, the way she has described the scene, because she's like, it was at a time where she felt that Sean had detached from her emotionally. Yeah. So, Perhaps this guy now gave her that emotional att- attention yeah. and she entertained it with, with a dinner date and tried to make herself feel good or it was nice that somebody was giving her that attention. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's the problem I think you women need to understand. When you're now allowing somebody to make you feel good than the person you've committed to, that's cheating. Mm. That's emotional cheating. Mm. Okay. And yeah, emotionally, be especially for women, women are not physical like men. Women are more emotional. Mm. And because women are more emotional, it comes in a sense of where they give so many emotions to the point of where it comes to a point of where this thing has to be really, yeah, really considered. And really understand because I feel she felt vulnerable in that position. And then she went to a position of where she opened the door. And she actually went to the action of going on a date with somebody. Mm. Trying to feel good. And then that person kissed her. Mm. Although she said she pushed him away. I, I think there's more to that conversation. I think she probably dumbed it down. I'll, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt and say we'll take her to her word. Yeah. We can't assume. So based on what she said, she basically pushed him away. And she that's why she she defends herself and she said, I did not do it. Yeah. But I think she also now needs to own up and say, I put myself in a compromised position. Yeah. And you may not call, call it cheating, but maybe say, put yourself in a compromised position. Yeah, I get Can what you mean. I think I, I agree with you on that in, in, in that position. But I also agree with you perhaps that there wasn't, there could be an element of emotion because that's something that we don't look at a lot or we don't talk about a lot emotionally cheating um so yeah that's a good thing for me to think about because we talk a lot about physical you know when someone touches somebody when someone kisses when you have sex when you do all of this you but actually she went out on a date and she may have opened up to this person because this other person was not present so what does that mean because you can cheat emotionally yeah yeah and yeah so i think that that was something that and i think for him his reaction was more on her side than the name calling that she he, he's been receiving I, her calling him a liar her call her calling him even when he confessed to her the way she reacted feeling like he's the only one who messes up and everything like that and this was also a confession about something that happened in the past before their relationship yeah, whereas for her, it was actually during, I think that's, during the relationship. that might have also contributed to why he was that angry. Because yeah. it's like, 
you've you've spent all this time castigating me but actually you're also you've also been holding something back yeah yeah and i think that i think that's was why his emotions were that way although you see that there's a level of breakdown the level of um that's the way not breakdown there's a level of where they have what's the word progress yeah because i think when they had that exercise of reading something to oh one yes another, yes the appreciation the appreciation letter you see how she read it to him and then when he read her his to her and you saw the tears and everything like that from much mm. like i never thought he, I, i never heard him say those things to me yeah, i didn't know he felt and i don't deep. think he felt this way for me i just felt like so she she was searching for something yeah and maybe maybe that's the beginning of something for them yeah and we hope that maybe they can move past move whatever past they call maybe cheating or emotionally expo- exposing the, uh, herself mm-hmm. and maybe go on and see how they can maybe um yeah how the relationship how can the, move how forward the, yeah the relationship can move forward going forward yeah yeah i have hopes for them i think yeah. i have hopes for them because he he said before you know that he genuinely likes her he really does like her so yeah and she likes him so there's hope yeah all right so we've got lucky and anna similarly yeah lucky now no anna confesses further yeah because before she said they only kissed but lucky was like well in the last episode we found out that you know lucky had no anna had gone out on a date with a, her ex um which she told lucky about yeah but then she confessed and said they kissed yeah and then lucky had asked her is there any, anything more happened because you went to his house and you stayed there a long time she was in she didn't say anything she was trying to deny it it appeared that she was trying to deny it and then this time she's come around and said actually they had sex she had sexual intercourse with the ex but they didn't disclose it in the in you know in therapy that i think that she told him outside therapy so they just yeah. came to therapy yeah. to say this is what has come out um and lucky was not happy but i think he'd already had some of the expression Yeah. So yeah, what do you think about that? Um, I've got a lot to say about Anna, but I think uh what Anna did was deceitful. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes she manipulates Lucky in the sense of because of her age gap, it comes out like she treats him like I'm the best thing that you can get. Mm. And I think Lucky, I don't know Lucky seems not so confident to actually see who Anna is really. Yeah. And Anna comes very entitled. Mm. Even when she does something, she just feels like, oh yeah, I, I believe it wasn't right. And just I, I did it, but I, I, I accept that it wasn't the right thing to do. Yeah. And it's like she really wants to move on from it. Yeah. And then without really dealing with the emotions and the effects of what she's done. And then I think there's something that Lucky has done that she's now feeling is equal but we haven't gotten the full details yet in this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. It seems that Lucky may have done something similar mm-hmm. uh with another person but in this episode it would have been good to see Anna actually take accountability for her lying. Yeah. And you know deceiving Lucky all this time yeah. when he's been having a hunch that something else must have happened. I think because he said it. He's like I think something else happened. I think she slept with him. Yeah. Uh well I think he said it anyway. I've got that 
image in my head of him saying that. Yeah. But I agree with you. She does not take she's not taking accountability. She's not being remorseful. She's not being, you know, she doesn't she does not appear like she re- regret she regrets it, you know. Yeah. It kind of feels like she's like, Yeah, it happened. Yeah, I enjoyed it in the moment, but he's not for me. You're the one for me. Yeah, yeah. And I think she always brushes off certain things as in she takes them very lightly. Yeah. And I think she I think to be honest, she 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 probably values herself more than she she needs to. To be honest, that's a good point. I and agree I, with you. And I think because of that, it, I don't know. I don't know if that's emotional ma- manipulation. I feel like there's some element. Remember, I told you like for, in the last episode there was just some vibe I was getting. Maybe I'm just, maybe it's just because of the age gap that I've been told. But again, we do need to be. I think you know we do say age is nothing but a number, but there are times where. It is significant. Yeah. You know, it is significant. And the elements in a relationship where you can see that age is playing a part. And we need to be able to see that and mm-hmm. acknowledge that. And if it's something that is negative, figure out how do we iron this? Because, you know, having a 10 year age gap is not a problem. A 20 year age gap is not really a problem. Well, it depends on which way the 20 year age gap is. Obviously, if it's underage, that is a m- m- massive problem and illegal. But you know what I mean? Like if it's if you're 20 and he's 40, that is a massive age gap. It mm. might work, but you have to actually acknowledge what is the age gap going? To, how is the age gap going to affect our relationship and how do we need to deal with that? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean it's a no, but you need to the same way. He's 23. He's she's 31. That is actually that is quite a big age gap if, because that a lot of growth happens between 23 and 30. Mm-hmm. And then between 30 and 40. So they're in different stages in life. Yeah. So what? how is this going to affect us? How is this going to affect our relationship? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do feel like there is a little bit of manipulation. And honestly, I just don't, I don't, I don't like her vibe. I don't like what she's bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually failing to get what she's bringing to the table for, uh, to, to yeah. Lucky. Yeah. Because I can see what Lucky is giving yeah. to her. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't see what she's bringing to the table in their relationship. For her to be that bold. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, she's not bringing anything. I don't know. I, do, I honestly, they haven't, obviously we don't that get was, to yeah. see a lot. Yeah. You know, you know, she must be, you know, she must eat. There's something that he loves about her. You know, there's, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot, you know, that we don't see in these things, but I'm like, what is it that you bring to the relationship? And I think this is another thing where I'm saying like, men need to be also careful because I think you need to, person who you're going to spend your life with you need to gauge mm. and say is this a person i want to spend my life with and uh because there's a level of just selfishness that comes to the point of where you don't even see somebody considering you mm. understanding you because like even like the old episode she's like basically trying to work this man to the ground literally and then on top of that she doesn't respect him enough to be honest and be faithful to this man. I know. And tell him the truth of what happened mm-hmm. and make him look like a fool. Mm-hmm. And then he comes and then he's looking like a fool because he's the one. I'm just like, mm, I don't understand. Value yourself. Yeah. You know, we, we do a lot of valuing yourself as a woman. We're very good at value yourself. Know who you are. Don't let anybody use you. You bring a lot to the table. You are strong. You are powerful. But I don't know if we do a lot for men. Uh, I think we do. Do we? We value ourselves in a very... 
in an, I think very toxic way. <laughs> okay. I think on the other side, but that, that's for other people. Mm. So people who value themselves worldly valuing. Mm, yes. It will be more of yeah, that's how the many converse. girls that's can what I, I mean. get. Ah, I see what you mean. How many? How much money do I have? Yeah. So we value ourselves on the material things. Mm. But this is not, especially when we're talking about it from a biblical uh, concept, both men and women should not value themselves on saying, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. It's more of what's your identity in Christ? Yes. As well as also the man, what's your identity in Christ? And mm. what are you both called whenever you're coming into a relationship mm-hmm. to serve one another? Yeah. And when you're trying to be of service to one another, there's a level of sacrifice, there's a level of love that you need to extend, a level of respect that you need to extend. Mm-hmm. And because these are relationships that we see they're not biblical relationships that are being portrayed. No. But they're out there on the screen and we can speak light to them and say, there's a reason why they're behaving this way. And the reason why they're behaving this way is because, one, they don't show any aspect of of a godly influence in in them one and then two we're just seeing how that now lives out in a broken world mm. a broken world would just be living on the sense of what satisfies me at that present time mm. and we're seeing all those things and even in christian relationships we see that we're not saying we're immune to sin sin will come but i think the good thing is that when sin comes we can always go to the the word of God to chastise us and help us and make us come back to our normal self. Yeah. Because this is something that we'll be wrestling with until the Lord himself comes or uh, calls us to to himself when we go to heaven to be with him. So these are things that um, we need to continue to wrestle with and fight on a daily basis. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything and, else on the on them? No, I don't. I don't have anything else on these two. Yeah, final couple. Tammy and Tang. Yeah. So they didn't. They didn't. They didn't show us much. They just showed us. Uh, oh, sorry, you were about to say something. I just heard you say so. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, okay. They didn't. They didn't show us much. They just showed us them in a restaurant with the. Well, they've gone to a, I think a, either a. I think it might have been a. Caribbean, Caribbean restaurant. Yeah. Um, with Tem. Temi's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, they've gone with, you know, Tang, their child, um, Temi and Temi's mom. Yeah. And yeah, the interactions there. So what did you think about about that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because maybe like from, I, it depends on culture. Yeah. I think if it was our culture, it would look disrespectful. It was, Yes. From our culture, if I think from a lot of cultures. If it's a Western culture, I don't know. I think he, I, I, you know, from a Western point of view, I think he was still disrespectful. Okay. I think so I can't maybe, remember what he did because I'm not even looking at it from an African because he was just trying to. He wasn't. He was just laughing and and jo- he wasn't holding a conversation. He was being too familiar with his in-laws. Yeah. With his future in laws. Yeah, and I think But I don't know. That's the that's a question I have. No, I, I think know. you can have a conversation, but he wasn't it wasn't even he was being too familiar, but he wasn't even able to hold. He was just like, Oh, I don't even know. I can't even remember because I think well, the good thing is he went to the Caribbean restaurant Jamaica Caribbean restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to the restaurant, so that's good, you know. He was trying to learn more about her her her, her food. Yeah. But I'm just for me, I was just like 
how many years has it been this is the first time you're tasting the food but anyway i do think that i don't know there's just something not he just wasn't taking this seriously but there's that, a level that, of that serious, his personality but i think that he has lived in his personality so much that he, he gives that as an excuse that should your personality should not be an excuse to be disrespectful yeah just we all have different personalities some of us are more blunt than others some of us will tell you the truth yeah. but that does not mean you can tell someone the truth but you don't need to be disrespectful and i think for him he's just like this is who i am get it you either take it or leave it and i think that is not a good attitude to have because in life there's different scenarios that you will need to 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 to, to, to portray yourself in in the workplace you come to me and you're a blunt person that's okay but don't be rude about it. And I feel like someone like him, you come to an interview, he'll, you know, I'm like, so when I'll, I'll ask a question, like if someone like him was to go to an interview, would he um, wear a suit? For example, would he sit there and, you know, wear his, his, his casual clothes, sit laid back in the chair, have, you know, joke and laugh, not answer the questions seriously. Would you do that? I feel like he would actually, because it's to do with his money, I feel like this guy would put on a suit and go and behave himself. Yeah, I agree. But why is he not in different scenarios? Yeah, he can be like that. But in a scenario where you're required to be a bit more respectful in, yeah, because he was just being disrespectful. And I feel like he was just like, no. And I and I get, I feel like she's also a bit extreme because she was saying, well, I want a big wedding. He's like, I don't want a big wedding. And then he's like, I can't remember what he said. But I think she's also now giving too much of the, I got to have it this way. And it's like, no, you don't have to have a big wedding. Tang doesn't want a big wedding. So can you compromise? Can you both actually have a conversation? Because the way it looks like Tang wants it his way. Temi wants it her way. And at this point, he was like, I don't think there's going to be a wedding at this point. Or he was like, she wants to get married in one to two years. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, girl, be serious. What do you want for your life? A guy has told you he doesn't know when he wants to get married and you're just there trying to plan a wedding. Why are you trying to talk about a wedding when he has said he does not know? Why are they sitting there trying, trying to plan a wedding? And it's like he's being pushed into it. And the more I feel like he's being pushed, the more he pushes back and he's like, no. And this is the same thing with Tunde. He made it clear he does not want marriage like that. Yeah. This guy has said, I have engaged you. I am happy to toy around with you because I know that if I engage you, you're not going to go away. But I am not going to make a commitment to make you mine. So you you can just linger around here. Yeah. I'm going to give you the babies. I'm going to make you the baby mama, basically. Because what's that? Yeah. They're just boyfriend. What's an engagement? Yeah. What what is an engagement without the commitment? What are you engaging for a commitment that you might make because yeah. you're not sure when? Yeah. And I get the whole concept of the different lengths of engagement, but there needs to be a seriousness of to the engagement. Yeah. And yeah. there isn't a seriousness to the engagement. I think she's just been given a ring on her finger and she feels good about it and she's not taking a step back to say this man does not want to marry me anytime soon no but he was honest about that so why is she, I, I just don't understand why she's in that relationship myself because yeah, she even said when i first met her dad i actually told her that i'm not i'm not gonna marry your daughter so why why i feel like i don't actually get their relationship 
No, I don't get it. I either. don't get the, the, the chemistry. But you know what? One, one of the things I think maybe you're not seeing is when people have a child together, people will, will compromise for the sake of the child. Yeah. Because they will, they feel the best way the child can grow up is in a... a two-people household. Yes, in a two-people household. And people will want to compromise as much as they can to get that aspect of making their child grow up in that setting. I get you. And I think how do you, how do we give wise words towards a thing like that? It is it's very complex. It's hard. Very challenging. And it, it's a hard thing to to discuss. And I think there has to be a level of wisdom, a level of prayer, a level of coming to and understanding what can uh, what can help you through that process. Ultimately, there's no reason. The reason you should not get married to the reason for getting married to somebody is not because of the child. It shouldn't be that. That should not be your reason. I know you want them to experience that. But there will be a time that child will leave the house and now you guys have to decide what you do with your marriage. In making that decision, this is a long-term decision that even children will come out of that. Children will go and start their own lives. Children will go and do certain other, other things that they are going to be doing. But if you make that decision, that's a decision you're making with... Um, not just uh, it's a long-term commitment and because of that you need to have a lot of wisdom and a lot of counsel to make those decisions we don't know if that but but they say they love each other for them yeah to, for them it's, yeah. it's different it's yeah different. for them it's different yeah. well we don't know actually because i mean we don't know how it all transpired and how they start living together and everything like that we don't know if it all you know when he engaged her we don't know that yeah we don't know if it happened after she got pregnant we don't know if the pregnancy was planned um, because again, sometimes people do plan this, you yeah. know, they plan to get pregnant, they plan to have a child. Um, or sometimes women decide to trap the guy by getting pregnant. There's so many, there's so many ways this, this, what we're seeing, there's so many angles to it. Yeah. You know, it yeah. could have been, she was like, I want to get pregnant because maybe he will finally marry me. Maybe he will engage me or it just happened by accident or they said they wanted to get pregnant and they wanted to start having children um, he said, yeah, later I'll marry you. I just don't know when. Yeah. And I think that answer from a guy, Ron, if he says, I will marry you, but I just don't know when, then girl, time to go. But I think uh, on the other side, is more on the side of what is actually keeping you together. And I think what's the fundamental things that you have yeah, in common. It's true. It's true. Because when you see their relationship, it seems that they're polar opposites. Yeah, they're I just opposites don't get it. on how they view one is from a cultural perspective on the way they think and the way they no one is budging yeah. and then because of that i'm just like but how are you guys moving yeah forward i don't get it i honestly with, don't get with it all these uh tense i don't get it it seems opposite but things. i think yeah. they have a good sexual connection because remember when they had that you know they were like oh before the baby they were you know they had sex quite frequently and then after the baby it reduced but when they were given that homework it seemed that they both came back quite happy. And so I, it seems like sexually they connect quite well. And I'm just like, that is... Tamela's like opening his mouth like, what? Why are you saying that? 
I agree with what you're trying no, to say. I am. I, 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 I what? Yeah, but I agree with what you're trying to say. But this is my rebuttal on this and trying to say that, look, I think this is why when we're talking about it from a biblical perspective, this is why these things are reserved for a special place. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying, well, you, you know, let me, uh, that's why my point is they have a good sexual connection, but that isn't, well, I don't know, but that's what it seems because we don't see anything else connecting, but that. And so that is not, that should not be the basis of your relationship because then you over you overlook all of these problems and there's something that having this is also one of the reasons i believe god let us said you know sex should be kept in the context of marriage because it can bring about so many different problems you feel connected to that person it is so you know sexual sex is so is much deeper than we even understand as human beings yeah. Because it brings about a level of connection. You know you know that this guy is not good for you. But because you guys have been sleeping together, you are struggling to let go. Similarly, you know this girl is not good for you. But you're just like, oh, but the sex. And it's like, no, that was only reserved for marriage. Once everything else has tied together, once everything else works, you both commit to each other and you say, we're going to be married then you engage in that and when you have sex in marriage it's a different level it's not these kind of stuff that you know you be doing with your boyfriend and girlfriend but it's also i think maybe it's also maybe there's a level of idolatry what do you mean the idolizer sex aspect oh yeah we do as human beings i think that's what it's it's a lot it's everywhere remember when i was telling you that you know at school these are conversations that we used to just genuinely have and you 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 know it's like people are giving you a choice you know thank god of how we, thank god of how i grew up and you know the friends that i had although these were conversations that everybody was having in class and we you know we were we were you know we we were grounded but it's started it starts from a young age mm-hmm. you know sex is very much is you know when they say sex sells you see musicians they start off dressed and before you know it when by the time they get big they're half dressed or undressed like it's true sex does we do idolize sex we give sex so much so much power so much emphasis then then it it is a special thing and it is an important thing but because we do that then we lose it loses we lose it we lose the context of where it's supposed to be because then now everybody wants it and everybody can get it and you know the whole thing with Tunde Marie, you we've idolized the whole idea of it, and now it's an exciting thing to even tell people, oh yeah, we had a threesome, but I had control. Don't worry, there was just it was a girl I got. Like, can you imagine telling your friends about that? Like, we've just given it too much, yeah, yeah, um, too much power. And yes, I think in that situation where you know when I mentioned, you know, if a guy says to you, "I'll marry you." um but i don't know when and you know run i'm like yeah because you know there's no commitment there but you are you know but he's happy to make a commitment to to have sexual intercourse with you but he's not happy to make a commitment of when he's going to marry you and this thing should only been happening in marriage like how serious is he and how serious are you yeah um so i think that says a lot more about both of you than to be fair even though i'm saying if a guy says that you should run it could be the girl too so you know, it says a lot about both of you. Yeah. What What is your level of commitment? I I'll stop. You know what? Talking. I think like maybe uh, 
your medical side comes out a lot because <laughs> it's, it's all free up about this thing my husband is like oh my day so she's in sex like 10 times oh my god like, I, feel, I feel so i can literally see you i wish this was literally like a video i feel like you would because okay so we're sitting the context is we're sitting on the sofa but this is like a large sofa so it's he's on one end i'm on the other end but i can literally stretch my legs to the other side like towards where he is but he can't he's still far away from me so I'm telling you, like, I feel like if you could, you would have been shaking my leg, like, stop. And because I'm not actually, I'm talking about it. I'm not actually looking at him. I could, I could feel his energy. He's just like, oh my goodness, why? She's still talking about sex. I'm like, babe, it's just sex. It's, it's, mo- it's something that is supposed to be, it's, well, a, it's a beautiful thing. That needs to be used in its right context. It's true, but we can also talk about it, babe. Yeah, I know but, you're but so way, uncomfortable. The, the way we like, talk oh about gosh. it, I think there needs to be a level of where we put it in a in a place where it's um, it deserves uh, honor and uh, it deserves honor to be used in a right context, especially in the context of marriage. I agree, and with because you. we we loosely talk about it, also again also brings a level of where is because we commonly talk about it just mm-hmm. freely yes it's become now the, an aspect of where you can just the bedroom has now become public i agree with you i think that's a really good way of looking at it i think i'm very comfortable talking about sex because of my profession so for me i i have to ask the nitty-gritty details that people are just even my husband already i've started he's like oh god no no, 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 no. Go ahead, but you also have to from two point of view so i am probably the worst person to have this conversation with because i will generally i am very open but as you can see i use the word the phrase sexual intercourse more where most people are like oh say sexual intercourse people just say sex anyway um so I am very comfortable in that sense. Yeah. So professionally, I'm very comfortable and I need to be comfortable. No, but I, but understand I do where, understand where, you, where, yeah, where you're coming, coming from. from. But I also understand in the sense of this is also what's been, it's been talked it's, about. I was just going to say that. I was going to say at now, we no longer value sex the way we should. Like the way you've just described it. That is so true, babe. You know, this is something that happens in the bedroom. This is something that we shouldn't even be bringing and talking about. Like, I do think, you know, you, you know, if you're married and you're having sex and you're having issues and you've tried to, to, you know, to talk about it, the two of you, and you're struggling in one way or another, it's okay to have, you know, if there's someone in your, in your, in your church that, you know, your pastor or your counselor, because they might have brought it up. You can go and confide in them and talk to them and they can help you and guide you and leave you. But I do think that we have become so open about it. It is something that as society we've become so open about it and i feel like it's also pushed us as christians to be a bit more open about it because i'm i'm imagining you know when we have children i do feel like i'm going to be even more open about it from the very young age because i feel like i have to get in there before school gets in there i need to get in there before society gets in there i need to get in there before television gets in there before the books before the billboards like i need to now start addressing this issue with them at a much younger age than I would probably like to because the world has gotten in there before I have. I understand that. And I think uh, that's that's wise. And like, <laughs> okay, like, like I've said, like, <laughs> the problem is, and I know the world is doing that, but I think also we can now start as believers, maybe we can speak about it more 
for us to now put it in this right context. But I think even the way we speak more about it is we don't just put it in the right context and talk about it more and more and more. But I think it's putting it in the right context and putting it in where it needs to be talked about. That's true. And it that's needs to be talked about in the marriage context. The there marriage is no context other context. And in the bedroom. Leave it there. And that when people are, 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 are ready for them to come and have those conversations, we are ready to talk about them in the right context. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we'll, maybe it's a point where we can end here. Yeah, I think so. Because, <laughs> yes, some of us can talk about such things for a long time. And yeah, too long. I think maybe, yeah, well, if you want to hear more about that, Maybe lifers can help you. <laughs> Look at the way you just ditched us. Ru- yeah, that's true. That's true. You Come can, to lifers. We 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 have no filters. And Doctor Rute also. And yes, yeah, you um, Doctor Rute has no filters either. So, so yeah, yeah. Come and finish the conversations <laughs> with me. Okay. So yeah, thank you for listening to this podcast. We appreciate for you guys um, taking your time to listen to us. And um, yeah, and like we said, like like subscribe. And share. And share. And then, um, yeah. So until next time, thank you for your time. And yeah, bye-bye. Bye from us. Bye. Bye.